This week on the Scarecast. I curled up beneath my blankets and stared at my bedroom door, almost waiting for her to kick it in. My eyes felt heavy, and the tapping was almost like metronome enticing me to sleep. My boyfriend then revealed to me that as a child, he'd have a recurring nightmare that a woman with long black hair and white hands tried to hold his hands, but he'd wake up in a panic before she ever got to him. And I remember my dad suddenly appearing and yelling, and which he never yelled at me, to stay away from that boy because he was dangerous. Somehow in that moment, I realized that Alex was a ghost, and he was inviting me to some kind of underworld. One night I woke up at around 3.30 in the morning. My TV was on as usual, and I was lying on my back, and something felt off. I glanced to my right, and I saw something next to my bed. Hello everyone, this experience occurred in February of this year, so my memory is pretty clear in regards to detail. This past year was my senior year of college, and I was thrilled to be living with an alumni of my sorority, who I am very close with. We'll call her Abby for clarity's sake. Abby and I weren't actually supposed to live in the apartment we ended up in. We were originally going to be living in a townhouse with two other girls, but they started so much drama a month before we were supposed to move in that we had to contact our landlord to find a different place within their company to live. Thankfully, we found a two-bedroom, one-bathroom basement apartment in a quiet area off campus. The first month was fine, and without incident. But as the days went by, some strange things began to happen in the apartment. One morning, Abby woke up to a kitchen cabinet open. She wasn't that concerned about it and figured that I had just forgotten to shut it the night before. The next morning, a different cabinet was open and once again, she shrugged it off. However, I went home one weekend, and she woke up to find every cabinet in the kitchen wide open and the sink running. Needless to say, Abby was scared and spent the night at her boyfriend's. Two weeks later, we were watching TV and heard the bathroom door close. I tried to calm Abby down by saying that the fan we kept in the bathroom blew it closed. However, when we went to bed, 
we thought we could hear someone walking around in our living room. There's no way someone broke into our apartment and hid the whole day only to come out at night and screw around with us. I was home the whole day and Abby was home since 11 in the morning. That incident took place shortly before Christmas break and all was calm in the apartment until February. Abby had gone home for the weekend and I was home alone relaxing on the couch and doing homework. It was pretty late at night, so I turned on the TV for background noise and curled up on the couch to sleep. I woke up at 2.32 in the morning to see Abby walking through the front door, smiling but not saying anything. I blinked, still groggy from sleep, and asked if she was okay. She just looked at me and proceeded to take off her shoes and walk into the kitchen. Something about her didn't seem right. Like this girl looked like Abby and walked like her, but it wasn't her. I asked her again if she was okay because it was so early in the morning for her to be coming home. Abby looked at me, smiled, and began washing something in the sink. Something inside me felt a profound sense of dread, like I was in actual danger and I needed to get away. As quickly as possible, I went to my room and locked the door. My roommate followed me because I heard someone tapping their finger against the door. Once, twice, three times, four times, five times, it wouldn't stop. I didn't say another word, because it felt like if I did acknowledge her, it gave her more strength. I know that doesn't make much sense, but that was my instinct. I curled up beneath my blankets and stared at my bedroom door, almost waiting for her to kick it in. My eyes felt heavy, and the tapping was almost like metronome enticing me to sleep. As I drifted back to sleep, the taps seemed to slow down to a trickle. The morning after, I was exhausted. It felt like I had taken 20 Advils to help me sleep, but I remembered everything that happened last night. Cautiously, I left my room and saw that Abby's bed hadn't been disturbed or slept in. I went to the living room, and her shoes and purse weren't there. A cold feeling crept into my spine as I sent her a text message asking if she had come home that night. She responded that no, she hadn't and wouldn't be coming home for another two days. I checked the sink, and the bowl that Abby had been washing had been cleaned and put away. I firmly believe I was not dreaming or hallucinating, and I know this wasn't some elaborate prank by Abby because she would never do something like that. I firmly believe something took the shape of Abby that night and that its intentions were not good.
There were a few other experiences in that apartment, but nothing so dramatic as to what I went through that night. I'm sorry if this story isn't very exciting or dramatic, but I thought it was worth sharing to get everyone's thoughts on it. Was this a doppelganger? My boyfriend and I have been together for nine years now. I've always suffered from night terrors. However, that's not something you bring up on the first date. This was back when my boyfriend and I had been dating for a few months and had recently started sleeping together. We were sleeping at his place and I woke up in the middle of the night and noticed we were holding hands. I thought it was cute, but I noticed that his hand was so pale and thin, and my boyfriend has hands like an orc. My eyes got used to the darkness, and I saw his hands crossed on his stomach while I was holding a third pale hand. As I became aware of this, something that looked like a woman with long black hair hanging over her face sat up from behind my boyfriend's form, looked at me, and laid back down. I stroked the hand with my thumb, as you do when holding hands with someone. I don't know why I did that. I just wrote it off as dream logic. This was in the beginning of our relationship, so I didn't tell him about it, because I didn't want him to think I was crazy. Years passed, and we're now living together. He's very aware of my paranormal beliefs and night terrors. Out of nowhere, I came to think of that dream. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that night terror I'd had at your house when we just recently got together? I asked him with a little laugh. I saw someone who looked like Sadako in your bed when we slept. I almost got jelly. I joked but he didn't laugh. He got very pale and said, Did she try to hold your hand? I got taken aback by his reaction. I told him I did hold her hand and ever remembered stroking it with my thumb. My boyfriend then revealed to me that as a child, he'd have a recurring nightmare that a woman with long black hair and white hands tried to hold his hands, but he'd wake up in a panic before she ever got to him. He'd never told me this, because he just wrote it off as childhood nightmares. Now neither of us think they're nightmares anymore. My boyfriend has told me the dream he has had as a child. In his dream, his grandparents, then both alive, would live in a little room in their attic. His grandparents would go about their usual business, reading the newspaper and baking. The colors were warm and happy. My boyfriend exited the little room, and suddenly, the mood shifted. The colors disappeared, and all became cold. He nervously opened the door to go back in with his grandparents back into the warm, colorful room. But the room was empty. No grandpa or grandma 
only emptiness. When he once again opened the door to go out, the woman with the long black hair would stand there. She would rush toward him, and the moment right before she can grab onto him, he manages to shut the door. He stands by the door for what feels like an eternity before he dares to open it again. Once he does open the door, the color, warmth, and people are back. Then he would wake up. The next time he saw her, he was sleeping at my place. Remember, he isn't the one to have night terrors. Suddenly he bolts up and yells, She's here! She was so close to me! Scaring me out of my wits, mind you. I asked him what happened, and this is what he told me. As he was sleeping, he got cold all of a sudden. It was like her shadow ate all warmth away. He felt someone grab his arm and woke up to pull the covers up to shield him from the unexplained cold. And there she were, face hovering inches from his. I remember thinking, she followed us now. She's here now. From my boyfriend's account, I feel like she isn't as motherly or protective as I first gave her credit for. What or whoever she was, she's been gone for a good while now, and I hope she's found her peace. But if she hasn't, I suppose we'll be the first to know. This has bothered me for the last 20 years. I don't know how to rationalize it, but every time I think about it, I get the creeps. For context leading up to this event, I used to have an imaginary friend, and a mean one at that. My mom said I would fall off the bed, chairs, have my hair pulled, and look messy. And when she asked about it, I told her a little boy named Alex did it. Apparently, I would point him out too, but my mom said there was never anyone where I pointed. Anyway, when I was about five, my family and I had visited an uncle's house up north. My mom, father, and I all slept on the living room floor as my uncle and cousins had a small house. During the night, I remember dreaming about playing with Alex. I remember that we were in the woods behind my house, just playing soccer and whatnot at night. As night was leaving and day was breaking, I remember Alex getting really flustered and saying he had to leave. And he kept telling me I should go with him, but I said I had to ask my dad first. And I remember my dad suddenly appearing and yelling, and which he never yelled at me, to stay away from that boy because he was dangerous. Somehow in that moment, I realized that Alex was a ghost, and he was inviting me to some kind of underworld. And I remember being afraid to die, and I woke up so scared. The freaky part was yet to come though. 
I laid under my blanket all morning until my parents woke up. And the first thing my mom asked was how we all slept. And I said okay, but I remember my dad saying he had a nightmare. He said some little boy with fire around him kept trying to pull me away from him and saying I had to go with him. And he just kept repeating how he didn't trust that little boy and it freaked him out. Obviously scared about what I just heard, I began bawling and never explained to my parents what was wrong. I never saw Alex again after that night. So this happened when I was about 19 years old. I'm still not sure what to make of it. I'm 26 male now and it's not the initial experience itself, it's what happened afterward. I was in nursing school at this time and one night I woke up at around 3.30 in the morning. My TV was on as usual and I was lying on my back and something felt off. I glanced to my right and I saw something next to my bed. I saw a black figure only from the shoulders up like it was crouched down next to my bed watching me sleep. When I saw this, I became anxious and tried to roll over, but I realized I couldn't move my body. I couldn't scream. I couldn't do anything but watch it. The figure seemed to be hovering slowly back and forth along the side of my bed. This felt like it went on for a lifetime, but it was only a few minutes because I could see my clock right below my TV. Eventually, the figure lowered itself below the edge of my bed until I couldn't see it anymore. Once I lost sight of it, I immediately started getting a tingling sensation all over my body and I was able to move again. I was so terrified, I just scooted over towards the other side of my bed and stared at my TV until I fell back to sleep. This is where it gets interesting. A few weeks later, one of my classmates, a 35-year-old female, decided to open up to a few of us, stating that she's basically a medium. I have mixed feelings on this, so I wasn't quick to believe her until she started telling another classmate about her dead grandmother. None of us knew she was deceased, and she never told this woman either. And the lady also described an object she often sees with her, and it turned out to be a necklace her grandmother gave her before she died. A few shocking reveals later, I decided to ask her about the thing I saw next to my bed. Before I even got to explain anything, she asked if it was about a little girl. This was odd, because when I was in high school, I was woken by my cat crying, and I saw a little girl standing behind him. Anyway, I proceeded to explain to her about the situation that happened with the black figure next to my bed. And after I was done, she said, 
You didn't look over the edge of the bed, did you? I hadn't told her that, but I responded to her question with, No, I didn't. She told me if I ever saw it again, don't follow it, and I need to say the Lord's Prayer. After this, she told me she had seen a little boy with me before. She said he was no good, and she called him a little demon boy. At this time in my life, me and my friends were exploring old cemeteries, abandoned houses, general creepy places. She stated, I could have picked him up doing these kinds of activities. This was on a Friday. The following Monday, I jokingly asked her, You didn't see the little boy with me today, did you? She laughed and said, huh, No, but you've seen him before. This gave me chills. Of course, I asked her where I had seen him. Next, this woman looked into me. I say that because when she looked me in the eyes, she stared into me like no one has ever done before. After a few awkward seconds of this, she proceeded to tell me where I had seen him. This woman described the layout of my bedroom to me, told me that I had seen him next to my closet. She literally described both entries to my bedroom and the layout of the room, and then told me I saw him next to my closet. I hadn't told her this, but the closet was only about two feet apart from my bed, and that is the side of the bed I saw the black figure. After explaining that to her, she told me he disguised himself in front of me that night, and she said if something presents itself in black to you, it's usually a demonic presence. Yes, that made me even more scared. After this, I cut back on the late night graveyard and abandoned house searches. I haven't seen anything like that since, though I have had a few other occurrences happen. I've been having these kinds of encounters since I was a kid, though most were mild and I didn't feel afraid. The figure next to my bed was the only moment I truly feared for myself in regards to the paranormal.